In a world controlled by emotions and societal pressure, fantasies get to rule over facts. On this show, we bring to the table discussions, opinions, arguments, all with facts. Welcome to Buzz with B. Facts over fantasies. Hey guys, it's your girl Blessing and this is Buzzy B. Today's episode is a bit different from what you usually know it is because I'm going to be reviewing the book The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F*** by Mark Manson. It is a best-selling self-help book that has gained a lot of popularity in recent years and in this podcast we will explore some of the key lessons that I learned from the book and how they can be applied to our lives. So stay tuned, I'll bring it back. More music on trendybeats.com. I'll be on the phone, calling you tonight. I wanna make you show me, make me no device. I don't wanna sleep alone, wanna hold you tight. But I fool my eyes, but I'll be alright. Forever, on my laptop, on my back, on my ghetto. Welcome back. That was Feel by David O. And if you're a fan, you know he recently just dropped a bomb of an album uh, called Timeless. And if you haven't listened to it, I suggest you to. Yeah. So back to the review of today, guys. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a was a book recommended to me by my friend, Miracle Abudezi. Uh, she's she's tried to get me to read that book for as long as I can remember. <laughs> but suddenly I did I did read it and yeah, these are some of the lessons I learned from that book, guys. Lesson one is you can't avoid suffering. Now the first lesson from the book is that suffering is a necessary part of life, right? And we cannot avoid it. Mark emphasizes the importance of embracing our struggles instead of trying to avoid them. And in the book he tells the story of the famous musician um Charles Bukowski. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but yeah. Who was once asked how he became a writer and he responded by saying, you don't try. You either do it or you don't. Trying is a waste of time. And he also uses the example of his own life where he was constantly trying to avoid pain and suffering and he realized that you're only making things worse and that you needed to embrace the pain and learn from it, right? And this means that we should not waste our time trying to avoid struggling or suffering instead we should embrace it learn from it and it's quite apparent in our lives because most times we're scared of attempting certain things because we feel there's too much stress but 
hey, no pain, no gain. Exactly. So instead of trying so hard to avoid the suffering, the struggling, learn to accept it as part of the process and go for it. Gold wouldn't be gold if it didn't pass through the heat. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Lesson two, don't try to be perfect and choose what matters to you. Now, the second lesson from the book is that we should stop trying to be perfect. The pursuit of perfection often leads to disappointment and frustration. And that is so true because Mark argues that we should focus on being authentic rather than being perfect. And in the book, he tells the story of a young woman who was so focused on being perfect that finally she became depressed and anxious. And when she finally let go of the idea of perfection, she was able to live a more fulfilling life. Now, we should accept our flaws and our limitations. We should focus on what we can control and let go of what we cannot because i mean what are you going to do about it anyways you literally cannot do anything about it so why are you stressing over it prioritize what is truly important to you and let go of everything else do not waste your time and your energy on things that do not matter in the long run and by focusing on what truly matters to you you can live a more meaningful and fulfilling life now in the book he also tells the story of a man who spent his life trying to become a billionaire. But in the end, he realized that money wasn't important to him. I know, I think Ole God said that thing in his song. It was along the lines of something, everything is not money, but I'll let you have it first. I forgot in the song, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, if they tell you that money is not everything, you're not going to believe until you actually like, get the whole money and then you see that, oh, this is, I'm not, like, there's still a hole in there, do you get? So, so the guy, instead of trying to become a millionaire, finally decided to pursue his passion for music and he found true happiness. And by embracing our flow, we can reduce our insecurities and increase our self-confidence it's important that we recognize that we're all imperfect and that's okay nobody's perfect except god drag that position with your creator rest now lesson three is that take responsibility for your life the book emphasizes the importance of taking responsibility for your life i mean it's your life there's no other person that's going to do that for you right and mark argues that we are responsible for our own happiness and success here he uses the example of his own life where he was constantly blaming others for his problems and then he realized that this was only making things worse and he needed to take responsibility for his actions and that's just the truth because you never take a step forward you never want to change if you keep believing somebody else is responsible for making that change so he urges us all to for once own it. Don't blame others for your problems or expect others to solve your problems for you. Instead, take ownership of your life and make the necessary changes to improve it. Lesson four, learn to say no. Now, the book emphasizes the importance of saying no to things that do not align with our values or our priorities and that by saying no, we can free up our time and energy to focus on what truly matters. It is okay to say no and set boundaries for yourself you know i saw a quote somewhere and the quote said no is a full sentence <laughs> and that hits like that hits because i'm going to use myself as an example now before i, w- I found it very hard to say no like i mean i was very diplomatic with it because instead of saying no i would usually say oh um i would try and see what i can do and i think that just, that was just worse because you say i'll try and sort out and do the person automatically translates it as oh okay i'll do it later don't worry just disturb me because they keep disturbing till you finally have to do it right so at some point i said ah, okay i i wasn't a people pleaser but i i just i was just nice i guess let me just use that word because everybody's like oh my god she's always smiling she's really nice she's really nice how many nice because sometimes i sacrifice like my time or my energy to do stuff for other people not because i actually wanted to do it but because 
I found it hard to say no, right? I think that changed like somewhat two, three years ago where I decided, oh, okay, you know what? I was going to start saying no. But then I started saying no with a lot of excuses at the back. Like, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I can't do it because my uncle, auntie, grandfather's cousin wants to get ready and married and I'm the this, so I have to go and do this for them. So I'm sorry, please. And at some point, I'm like, who is asking you for all this story, fam? Like, no, no is no. I can't do it. No, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Don't be rude about it. I mean, this is not... A platform for you to now say oh, okay blessing i said say no and then i'm going to be rude somebody ask something and i say no i'm just walking like you have to say wisdom is profitable to direct you have to learn situations where oh, okay well, i'm sorry i can't do this because i want to go do that right and the no i'm saying like as a complete sentence it's basically for people who feel entitled to your time to your energy or for you to help them do something like you don't need an excuse for that but come on if you're at your workplace and your boss says oh please help me do this and you're kind of tight you cannot just say no and then walk out you won't be going to work the next day and that's not me right so like learn to stay away from things that do not align with your values your priorities your time and your energy it is very okay to protect yourself your mental health is important yeah Mm -hmm. 2023 we're changing all of that the fifth and final lesson is that don't be afraid to fail and we can learn from the book that there's importance in failure yeah ironically manson argues that failure is an inevitable part of life and that we should embrace it as an opportunity for growth so here it's all about your perspective how do you see failure do you see failure as oh this is the end of the world for me i've hit rock bottom that's it i'm going i'm leaving the world or do you see failure as an opportunity for growth right and by reframing failure as a learning opportunity you can avoid getting stuck in negative thought patterns and instead focus on the lessons learned now, the book suggests that we should embrace uncertainty and accept that life is unpredictable. Don't try to control everything or seek certainty in everything that you do. And by embracing this, you can become more resilient and adaptable to change. I mean, the concept of success wouldn't exist without failure, right? The concept of winners wouldn't exist without losers. Like, it's supposed it's all in the it's all in the projects it's all in the plan right now i'm not saying you should fail purposely no that's not what i'm saying but i'm saying in a situation where you've put your best you've tried everything you can and then you've come to the conclusion that oh you failed at this thing don't let it weigh you down i mean it's okay it's very very you're human you have emotions it's okay to be sad for a day or two but don't let it like stop you from doing other things don't let it weigh you down that's what the book is trying to say understand that oh you needed to you needed to go through this to be able to see oh okay these are where i made mistakes and next time i'm going to do it like this i'm going to do it better so reframe your mind to see failure as an opportunity for growth not as a dead end basically so guys in conclusion the subtle art of not giving a f by mark manson offers valuable lessons on how to live a more fulfilling life by embracing our flaws prioritizing what is truly important taking responsibility for our lives embracing or embracing uncertainty leading to say no not being afraid of failing so that we can live a more meaningful and purposeful life now remember we're all imperfect and that's absolutely okay focus on what can control and let go of what you cannot control thank you for listening to this podcast and in case you're like me and you really want to read this book but you're not a sit down and hold book person yeah i'm, I'm not i'm not people think oh my god you're, you're a book world but I, I really do not like reading books like holding a book and reading it that's the fastest way to make me sleep from you can check out this website for the audiobooks or for the audiobook version of this uh piece and that was how i listened to it you can check out audible.com you can check out script.com libri librivox overdrive and google play i will still leave it in the 
caption section of this podcast so you guys can check it out and yeah i'm pretty sure you would enjoy the book so guys that brings us to the end of this podcast there will be more book reviews to come in the future i mean that is also a method i'm using to force myself now to read more books guys so there are more book reviews to come in the future and i really hope you guys will be here for it thank you so much for listening to this podcast today i'll be sure to see you guys next time same channel same beautiful host and of course with you my beautiful audience bye guys